You're listening to Sports Day and coming up, one of the great players of Rugby League, Cooper Cronk, the Melbourne Storm star, who joins us uh, on the line. Welcome to you, Cooper, and uh, congratulations. The Storm couldn't have got off to a better start. Thanks, boys. Evening to you all. Hey, Cooper, we know you've made the, the big call, the tough decision to uh, head back to Sydney at the end of this season. Mate, how long had you been agonising over making that call? It was obviously a pretty tough one to make. You've been at the club for so long. Yeah, it was, Richard. It was um, you know, quite difficult and emotional. And you know, I've sat on the other side of the room watching a lot of other boys announce they'd be leaving or retiring and things like that. And I've never truly ever thought that I'd be in that position. But um, yeah, it was. I um, agonised over it for a long time. Um, my contract that I signed last year was um, publicly a two-year contract, but it was one with an option in my favour, um, knowing that this may have um, come at this time. So, you know, look, I probably could have um, played the year on, continued for the next 10 or 15, 20-odd weeks and then decided to do it. But that would have hand-tied um, the club behind their backs in terms of, you know, making decisions in terms of replacements and things like that. So um, this was probably no real good time to tell the Melbourne Storm fans and my teammates that this would be my last year in the purple jersey. I suppose um, it was probably best for the club and um, getting this out of the road and, and, and moving forward as they can. When you made the announcement, Cooper, it sparked a bit of debate in the AFL. You would have read uh, the, both sides of it, uh, suggesting yep. that our game, not ready for it. We're too immature, that uh, we like to keep these things behind closed doors, even though we sort of half know people are changing clubs. Yep. How, how did you deal with that whole scenario as it uh, slowly developed in the rugby league game? Because it it's only sort of a newish scenario of a, maybe a decade or 15 years long. Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, you talk about, you know, AFL being immature and not being able to handle it. Well, you know, rugby league's not exactly mature enough to handle it either. Um, but there's no real blueprint on how you handle it. If you want to have situations in the AFL and leave it to a certain time of year, you're going to have journalists, you're going to have reporters, you're going to have people in the know in the football industry that will find out and you know, want to leak it and uh, move up the corporate ladder in that regard. But yeah. then in our game also, you know, it's, it's really hard to keep things secret. So... Um, I think in regards to the AFL and their way of handling, and everyone's sort of a bit scared or spooked to have it out there, um, I think in two or three or four years' time, when you're all sort of used to the climate and the environment and the landscape of it happening, it'll just be like yesterday's news. But for our game, um, yeah, look, it is part and parcel. It is a landscape. You see guys changing uh, mid-season and things like that. But um, I think you lose a bit of respect for the individual and their ability to play out the year for their chosen team. Um, every, individual, every individual goes out and you know, represents your, your club. So I, I think questioning guys saying that they're going to leave at a certain time of year and can't play mm. fully committed to the team is a bit of a false. Okay. Um, you know, for me, um, my situation doesn't really change. Um, you know, I, I bleed purple and I'll go out and be committed to the cause for the next however long we, we're in the competition for and that won't change whether I was moving to Sydney or, or moving over the other side of the world. Hey, Cooper, I'm guessing the next day your, your manager's phone ran hot. I mean, there'd be plenty of clubs up there in Sydney that would love you to play for them next year. Have you told him just to sit on that or do you want to know sort of what's happening and what clubs are chasing you at the moment or you just want to focus on playing for the next few months? It's funny. When we're in the um, epicentre of rugby league and the stories, it's the one thing that people picked out is that where will I be playing next year? But mm. the people, thing that people forgot is that I might not be playing yeah. next year. Um, I haven't really made that decision. Um, there's a Origin 
competition that's just around the corner and then there's a World Cup at the end of this year and I turn 34 in December. So I'm not sure what age you retired, Richo, but um, I still enjoy my football, but there's a lot of things to take into consideration about what is next. And I know people want to talk about it. It's a topic of conversation. That's fair, but I haven't really decided what I'm going to do in 2018 yet. All I needed to decide out of respect for the Melbourne Storm was what I was doing um, at the end of this year in this current contract. Storm sit uh, equal top in second position, just uh, one loss, six wins. It's been a great start on uh, Anzac Day. You take on New Zealand Warriors. Uh, they're 12th place, so uh, it's another game you'd expect to win, but it's a great opportunity for uh, everyone to get along to the Anzac Day clash, particularly uh, perfect for fans of Collingwood and Essendon just to whip across the road to have a look at uh, a doubleheader. Yeah, I think it's um, a tremendous day on the uh, the Australian calendar to start with, and then sport, both the AFL and the Rugby League, get to play their little part in you know saying thanks to the current and the past people who served this country, and um, obviously have a little bit of a celebration too. So, um, look, both games, whether you're at G or at Amy Park on on Tuesday night, are you know sometimes you play football, sometimes you run out, and there seems to be an atmosphere that's bigger than a normal game, and this is one that um, you definitely run out and think it's bigger than a normal game of football. So uh, in terms of our position on the ladder, yeah, we've played some you know, decent football to be six and one after seven rounds. But um, yeah, we always you know, haven't really you know, put our best performance together. We've had some injuries that have been in and out of the side. So hopefully we can start getting some um, continuity in those positions. And you know, Melbourne Storm's best football is just around the corner. Cooper, we've seen Hawthorne be at top for so long and they're having some early season struggles, but I've just always admired the Storm's ability. Year after year, you lose players. Uh, players go back to Sydney and change clubs from your, your grand final team last year. I think it was five. What is it about your club that just manages to always stay in the top couple of positions year after year? There doesn't seem to be any drop-off. It's a bit like the Sydney Swans in Sydney. Yeah, it's um, a really good question. That you know, Even being a part of it's hard to sort of pinpoint um i think the one thing that's probably stayed um true for the whole you know 10 to 15 years i've been at melbourne storm is that um yeah there's been some real stability in your key pillars of your football club and when i talk about that i mean your senior coach your captain and your leadership group um and while you've got stability and those guys are performing and you know telling the younger group where to go as long as underneath that the rest of the group um, is hardworking and is committed to what you're doing and is selfless in their approach. I think whether it's sport or business, I think anything's really possible and success is just around the corner. So yeah, I know, you know Hawthorne are obviously going through some tough times now and I'm pretty sure the, the way they'll get out of that is through their coach and their senior player group who have been there for a long period of time. And once they fast-track those those kids and you know, upskill their development, I'm, I'm sure they'll be back at the top of the ladder in, in no time. Cooper, really great to have a chat to you. We wish you well uh, for the rest of the season. You've been an absolute uh, icon for Melbourne Storm and uh, for Melbourne itself. You've uh, never let your your team or your code down and uh, I think everybody just wishes you all the best to have a fantastic final year for the Storm. Good luck and uh, good luck on Anzac Day. Really appreciate that, guys. Cheers. Have a good night.